0: a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on Leading & Learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading & Learning. This is episode number 229. How do I get started on my book you know, whenever I release a new book, and I released uh, Where the Vultures Gather back in July, uh, this is my 13th book. Whenever I release a new, a new work, a new book, I typically get several questions that come in uh, asking specific things about the writing process. Um, And so several questions came in this time about writing. And I've answered some of these before, but it definitely bears repeating. You know, some studies show that as many as 80% of people, and this is an American study, but as many as 80% of people think that one day they might like to write a book. Um, That's a pretty huge percentage of people who think that you know, there's a story inside them, or they have something that they want to teach or convey, or you know, whatever it is. I've got a friend who um, has has you know been through some pretty traumatic things, and God has brought them out the other side. And they've mentioned to me several times that they would love to tell their story, um, you know, and how it might help somebody. But as of yet, they haven't gotten started. So some of the questions, and and one of the biggest is, where do I start? How do I get started on writing a book? It seems like such a huge process. So let's, let's we'll divide the topic into two different areas. We're going to start off with fiction. You know, I've got a good friend who who says that he, he's got a really good idea for a story, but he's never pulled the trigger. And he, he kind of shared a little bit of the, the idea with me. It sounded like an exciting story. It'd be something I'd like to read but as of yet he hasn't gotten started. So, you know, if you're if you've got a story, a fiction, you know, something for a novel, then the first question you want to ask yourself is what is my basic storyline? And I want to write this down. You know, and and one of the ways you could do this is to write yourself a synopsis. Even even if you intend to self-publish it, you could write a synopsis as if you were going to submit it to a publishing company, if you were going to submit it to a to an agent. And um, you know, you could write a synopsis as as to what the story is about. And I would say, you know, five hundred words or less would give you a pretty good synopsis and it should encapsulate what this story is about and if you haven't done this or you can't do this then maybe you're not quite ready yet because you need to have a basic understanding of what your story is where it's going to start and where it's going to go. You don't have to have every detail worked out but you need to have a basic storyline. Let me give you an example um, on the series that I've just finished, the six book series um, the Zombie Terror War series. This is an action-packed thriller series um, based on the War on Terror, and I knew where I was going to start. I had a pretty good idea of, of the basic storyline, and um, as the 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 and I, and I basically knew where the first two or three books were going to go, and then from that point, I was able to go even further and see the next three books and finish it after six books, but. If you're planning on a standalone novel, you you need to have at least the beginning and the end in your mind of how they're going to work out. And again, you don't have to have every detail, but you need to have the basic storyline worked out. Another question to ask yourself is, who are my characters? Listen, if you're writing a novel, your characters are going to drive the novel. No matter how exciting the story is, no matter how intricate the plot, no matter how deep the mystery, it it doesn't matter. If your characters are not compelling, if people don't resonate with your characters, if people um, really aren't hooked by your characters, nothing else matters. Think about the greatest books that you've read. Think about the greatest movies that you've seen, the greatest TV shows that you've watched. I'm going to guarantee you that the characters were one of the main, uh, things that pulled you into that particular, uh, book, TV show or movie. So your characters are vitally important. So what do we do? Well, if, 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 like I said at the beginning, you, uh, you've got your storyline, well, that's the place where you begin to develop characters. How many main characters are you going to have? Um, and I would actually go ahead and write down a list of characters. And, you know, what, I, what I've done is I'll actually um, write a short paragraph about each character. I'll build in some of their background, their experiences. I'll even write a physical description of that character because it helps me to see them as I'm writing. So I would say, you know, and, and I'm not talking about for every single character. I mean, there's a lot of characters in, in your work that, that won't warrant that type of detail. But for your main characters, for the ones that have some, some screen time, if you will, for those that have some dialogue, um, for those who have a, a, a main part in your, your book, I really would say let's write a character list Write a synopsis of their life, give a bit of their background, um, who are they, where have they come from, and even a physical description, and you'll find this helps you so much. And it's going to help keep you honest if you decide to create a series. Because one of the things that I had to have in a six-book series was I had to make sure that, um, you know, when I was talking about a character, I didn't give any, any you know, uh, incorrect information from what I've already established about their background so this is really really important and I promise you it will help you so much so really think about what I've just told you to do we are well on the way I've asked you to write out your basic storyline to write out a synopsis of what the story is about you don't have to write everything but give us an idea think about what's written on the back of, of a novel. Um, it's enough to be compelling, it's enough to draw us in, it's enough to make me want to buy the book. And and of course that's not the, the point of doing this for a synopsis, but but you get the idea. You want to tell yourself, you want to um, make it clear, and, and we do this by putting it in writing or putting it on the screen, um, where you want to go with this book. So write a synopsis, and then write out your characters, create a character list. Now, that doesn't mean, you know, halfway under the book, you realize you need more characters and you create some more. That's fine. I've, I've done that throughout my, my writing. But at least as you've thought through the, the storyline, as you've thought through the, the plot, write out the characters that you've already um, created in your mind and, uh, you know, really uh, spend some time on developing these guys and girls because, really, your characters are going to make or break your story. Now here's another another question for you about about your novel. If you're writing a novel, um, the question is, should I outline it or not? And you know, I think most novelists, most people who write fiction are probably equally divided on this. You you find some who um, really outline very uh, meticulously and they'll tell you that it actually helps as they, they go through and begin to write the, the novel. Others will say, you know, I really don't outline. I know where I want to go and I just kind of let the story develop as I write. And there's not a right or wrong answer. Um, for fiction, I have never outlined. Uh, that doesn't mean I don't have a basic outline in my mind of where where the story's going to go. Um, I'll typically in my mind have um, some some scenes that I know I want to create that are going to drive the plot. I know, um, you know, where we're going. But, uh, but as far as outlining, I don't do that in fiction. But others do, and it works for them. So you just have to kind of decide uh, that on your own. And then, the next thing I would say to do is to start writing. At some point, once you've got your storyline, really, you know, at least... Uh, the basic storyline created, once you have your basic list of characters created, once you've decided if you're going to outline or not, it's time to start writing. Start putting words on the screen. It's time to create your story. And, you know, there's no time like the present to start writing your book. Don't go away. We're going to be right back. I want to um, let you know that this episode of Leading and Learning is brought to you by my series, which I just mentioned, uh, the Zombie Terror War series. And specifically, I wanted to highlight the book today, the the, the opening novel, When the Future Ended. Now, I want you to imagine, you know, we, we hear a lot of talk about the war on terror, and it's gone on since really... Um, since September 11th, 2001, when America was attacked, but you know that that war on terror's been going on for a long time, and it's something that's carried over into America and and there's been terrorist attacks on our shore. And so what I did was I created a series of novels um, using the the War on Terror as the backdrop. And I want you just to imagine what would happen if a group of terrorists, were able to develop a bio-terror weapon that killed people and then brought them back from the dead as zombies. Now, they're still dead, but their bodies have have now been triggered by this bio-terror weapon. And this weapon has been unleashed throughout America. And that's essentially what we have in the Zombie Terror War series. I mean, there's a lot of layers of this, and there's plenty of bad guys beside besides Islamic terrorists, but, but this is the way the, when the future ended starts. And we've got, you know, we talked about characters. I've got a group of, of characters that uh, these men are, are, are former military, uh, former law enforcement. These are experts in their field. It's a fun group of characters, even in a, in a, in a very serious environment. And uh, so it's, it's an action-packed series um the genre genre would be considered thrillers it's uh, it, it it you know some people have asked me well you know you're a pastor are these christian novels and i typically say well not really they are kind of there is definitely a christian theme that runs through it but i'm not trying to write you know a christian novel i'm just trying to tell a story and it's a fun story so i encourage you if this genre sounds like it's interesting to you check out when the future ended um, there'll be a link in the show notes. You can go to Amazon and uh, you can even read a little bit for free. and Check it out. Well, okay, we're back. So we talked about fiction. We talked about getting started writing your great novel. Sorry, let me take a coffee break. Um, so what is your storyline? Who are your characters? Should you outline it or not? And then start writing. Now, what about Nonfiction you want to tell somebody how to do something, you want to impart some type of knowledge to somebody, Um, whatever it might be, nonfiction is a very different animal from fiction. If you want to teach somebody how to write code, if you want to teach somebody how to create apps for their phone, if you want to teach somebody how to ride a bike or how to train a horse or how to train a dog or how to train a child, whatever it is, nonfiction is very, very different from fiction. What I typically do, and I've written, let's see, seven nonfiction books. I typically outline each one of these. Whereas I don't outline for fiction, for nonfiction, I always start with an outline. And what I do is I'll sit down and I'll ask myself, what do I want to convey in this biblical studies book? What do I want to convey in this leadership book? And I will write an outline, and typically the outline, the points of the outline, end up becoming the chapters of the book. And then the sub-points within the outline, those Help me flesh out the chapter. So so an outline is a must. And I find that if I outline well, the writing itself is very easy. Now, you know, the, then the question becomes, well, you know, how much research should I do? Because if you're doing a nonfiction book, you know, there definitely needs to be a certain amount of research. I mean, there may even need to be research in your fiction. I found that I needed to spend some time doing research um, you know, into viruses, into some paramilitary stuff. Even though I've got an extensive background myself, I wanted to make sure I was up to date. So I did some some research for my novels. But for my nonfiction, I do quite a bit of research because I want to make sure that I've got my facts straight. So research is important. Um, but again, at some point, you got to start writing. So my first suggestion if you've got a nonfiction book that you want to put out there is begin working on your outline now a, a synopsis is good I think a, having a, a synopsis just like for your novel is a great idea um, but your your outline is actually going to help you do that too and in just a little bit of a longer form a la- an outline for a nonfiction book I can't stress to you how important it is um, I find that the book pretty much writes itself if I have a good outline. And then when you get to the point where you're, when you, when you're ready to start writing, um, you know, get going. Again, we, we, we often sit on things and we think, well, this would be a great idea. And, I'm, you know, wait sure my, make sure my outline's perfect. You know, I've started writing books before the outline was finished. Um, you know, get the first couple of points and start going because I want to create some momentum. But here's the other thing tied in with momentum is this. You know, when people come and they say, well, Dave, you know, I've, I've got an idea for a book. Um, you know, what do you think? How can I get started? And and usually my first question is, well, how much are you writing now? How much are you writing now? Because really, if you don't have a writing habit now, it's going to be very difficult to write a, a nonfiction book of thirty to 60,000 words or, or however many words you decide to write or a, a nonfiction book of, you know, maybe a hundred thousand words, that's pretty daunting. That's a big task. If you're not already writing regularly, putting a book out there is, is really, you're setting yourself up for failure. So so the question is, how much are you writing now? And if you don't have a writing habit now, that's something we need to address. So here's, here's two suggestions. First of all, If you're not writing now, but yet you do see yourself um, producing a book, publishing a book, why don't you start a blog? And if this is a nonfiction book, why don't you create a blog about that thing that you're going to write about? If you want to teach somebody um, how to do pottery, then why don't you start a blog on how to do pottery and start putting posts out three five six seven hundred words and begin getting consistent in your writing start putting a post out once a week twice a week whatever you're capable of doing but get into the writing habit if you want to write a book about training horses but yet you've never written anything on the subject why don't you start a blog on training horses now you say well I don't know if anybody's gonna read it that's exactly right you don't know if anybody's gonna read your book either But the purpose here is to begin writing because if you don't have a habit of doing it, if you aren't doing it, you need to develop that skill set and you can really do it through blogging. So I I encourage that. Now, some people say, well, what about fiction? Eh, It's a little bit harder. I mean, there are some fiction blogs out there where people, you know, test drive some, some things from their novels for their audience to read. Um, I don't think that works quite as well. I think nonfiction actually works very well. In fact, uh, two or three of my books are actually uh, collections. My leadership book, leading into the 21st century and beyond, is a collection of most of my leadership blogs that I've written over the years. And I took them and compiled them, and of course edited them and cleaned them up, and uh, put them in an order that I thought was was conducive to to to, to the type of book that I wanted to create. But that's where that material came from. It came from my blog, uh, my book, New Testament Snapshot. Same thing, probably half um, or a quarter of the chapters there. Reflections on the Resurrection, a big chunk of that came from my blog. So um, a blog is a great place to put ideas on paper. And if you say, well, I'm not comfortable with that, then start journaling. Start journaling. Start getting, getting get into a habit of every day putting some words on paper or words on screen. But listen, if you want to write a book... You've got to start writing. And if you're not in the habit of writing, it, it gets tiring very fast. So you've got to create the habit. So well, typically what I'll do is, is when I'm putting a book together, when I'm working on a project, I shoot for 500 to 1,000 words a day. That's what I shoot for. Um, sometimes sometimes I, I, I go more. Occasionally I go less. But that's always the goal that I'm shooting for. And For somebody who's not writing, that's a lot. When I first started, that was a lot. So you've got to get into the habit now. Start writing. Well, I'm going to start. stop here. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. What are some other questions you've got about the writing process? How can I help you? Um, it's a rewarding thing to see a book that you've written being sold on Amazon. It's a rewarding thing when somebody comes and says, man, I read your book and I loved it. That is so rewarding. And when you make a little money, that's rewarding too. But let's make sure we start off and do it right. So let me hear from you. What other questions do you have? Go to davidspell.com. Leave me a question or comment in the comment section for today's post, and I will answer it. Also, while you're at davidspell.com, don't forget to sign up to get my free newsletter. I send out three blog posts a week. Two of them are written and one of them is a podcast. And it's just a great way for us to stay connected. Well, friends, until next time, this is David Spell encouraging you to keep on writing.